The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to the I3L podcast. My name remains Kayode Okuta. It's always a pleasure and a privilege to come into your space week in, week out. Today, we're continuing with the second in a series of the eight powers that drive exceptional leadership. The eight powers that drive exceptional leadership. And last week, we spoke about the power of responsibility. And we said with responsibility, you can thrive, you can uh, you can rise and you can also rip. Now, today we're continuing with the second of our series and we're looking at the power of relationship. The power of relationship. Our leadership may come from within, but its foundation lies in relationship. Every exceptional leader knows that relationships are the lifeblood of successful leadership. So, if you want to be a successful leader, you must understand the one thing that is necessary for building exceptional leadership as the power of relationship. The power of relationship. I look at it very clearly that everyone who wants to win must understand the power of relationship. Now, I read a book, Power of Habit by Chuck Stonehill, and he spoke about what happened, how Rosa Parks became the arrowhead for the resistance movement and the Montgomery bus incident. Now, one of the things that happened is the fact that when Morgan Park refused to give up her seat, it became a defining moment at in the civil rights organization. But what people do not understand and what Charles Dunhill actually found out was the fact that Rosa Parks had built relationship with virtually every strata of the community in Montgomery. So by the time they were arresting her, many people, the white people, the poor people, the rich people, virtually knew Rosa Parks and they all went to support her. Now, that's different in the sense that many people had been arrested for not giving up their seat, but none of them was able to do what Rosa Parks did. Rosa Parks did hers because of the fact that she had built relationship. So it's important to understand that it's the relationship that you build that will help galvanize your leadership. It's the relationship that you build that you help galvanize your leadership. So when people tell me, and, and so I'm talking to you about it, that people talk to me and say, look, leadership is all about influence. Fantastic. Good. No question. But do you know that influence is all about relationship? If you do not have relationship with someone, you really cannot influence the person. Even if you don't know the person, but you actually have a relationship with the person, maybe the person is an author, you probably like the person, the person can influence you. But if you don't know someone, the person will not be able to influence you. You would, you would not be influenced by someone whom you do not have a relationship with. So, relationship is the fact that people like to be led by people that they know that they can trust. So, henceforth, I ask myself, if I want to talk to you about the power of relationship, what can it bring out even to you? I found an acronym that could be helpful to you, and I call it LUCK, LUCK, L-U-C-K. And with LUCK, you can derive so much from the power of relationship and ensure that you will be able to succeed. 
So before I go into luck, I want to tell you something that every relationship takes time to build. So you must know that you must get relationship with the people you work with. For instance, if you are in a profit organization, you must get relationship with your competitors. About your competitors, you must get relationship about the people who you are supervising. You must get relationship about your bosses. And no matter how good you are, if you do not have relationship with people, you must understand that you may never be able to do what many of your great people have been able to do. So if leadership is all about influence, influence is about relationship. And therefore, this one thing you must understand. So how do I continue to talk to you about this? I said luck is what I nurse is the power of relationships. So number one in luck is the fact that L is for listening. Listening was Andy Stanley who said, any leader that refuses to listen will surround himself with people that have nothing to say. Listening becomes a skill in building relationship because people want to know that they really matter, that they are not things. So, you know, you lead people, you manage things. If you don't listen to people, they begin to feel like that you are managing things and you are not leading them. So whether people come to the table with, with their hands or with their hearts, it's all because of the fact that they feel that they have been listening to. Now, you can influence people and they even disagree with you, even if they have a contrary opinion to yours. But just because you have listened to them and you could tell them, look, you know what? I have listened to you, but I believe that this is a superior logic or a superior thought process than the one that you have brought out. People can come not only with their heart, but with their hands. Not only with their hands, but with their heart. But if they feel that they are not being listened to, then you must understand that they will just look at it and look, you don't care about them. So listening becomes a key skill to ensuring that your relationship matters. Even with your spouses, you know, so listening becomes important for you to be able to lead them. You must listen to them. You must listen to what they are saying. You must listen to what they are not saying. And you must also listen to what they are saying, but they're not able to put into words. It's not just what they're saying with words, but they're also not saying what their emotions are not saying. You know, when we're growing up, listening to our parents meant that you could just look at your parents' eyes and your mother's eyes and you knew exactly. She didn't say a word. You just knew exactly what you were going to do or you were not going to do. That was leadership. So you could lead people not just by even what you've said, you can also lead them by the emotions, by the tones, by your body language, you understand? You can lead them by those things. So listening becomes the first tool that unlocks the power of relationship. The second thing which I think unlocks the power of relationship is the understanding of people. People don't care how much you know, but they only care how much you care about them. So they want to know how much you care about them. They don't know how much you know. So don't come to the table by saying, look, you know what? I know all this. I know all that. I mean, that's the reason why many times exceptional, brilliant people, technocrats do not have good relationships with people at work because they always flaunt all their knowledge. They flaunt it. But people don't want to know all your knowledge, but they just want to come to your table and know that, look, you can communicate them. You can understand them, that you could be extremely brilliant. You could be a genius, but you care about them. So you must understand people. When you understand people, people can go all, all out for you. People can go all out for you. So understanding people now becomes the second key on unlocking the tool of relationship. The third one is what I call the culture of trust. People would always trust you when they know that you are trustworthy. Now, most times, leaders should never forget one story I heard one day about trust. 
there were three guys who were moving water, fire, and trust. They were moving around. And as they were moving around, they were in the woods and they were scared that what if one of us get missing? So fire said, that's very easy. When I get missing, just look for the smoke. When you see the smoke, I am somewhere around. And water said, oh, I'm also very easy. Whenever, whenever you see me, whenever you see the green grass, the lush grass, you will see me around. But Trust kept quiet. And they were wondering, Mr. Trust, what's going on? And Trust said, I'm sorry. Once I'm lost, I can never be found. Leaders must create a, must create a culture of trust. You must create a culture of trust in your organization. And finally, leaders must know yourself. You must know yourself. Know yourself is the first attribute. Because of the fact that if you know yourself, you will know your strengths. You will know your weaknesses. People can trust you because of the fact that you do not go beyond yourself. So when you cannot do something, you don't offer yourself to what you cannot do, what you cannot succeed in. You don't offer yourself to a place where you cannot excel. So because you know yourself, you know your weaknesses. And if you know your weaknesses, you can always use the organization to minimize your weaknesses and highlight your strength. So if leaders understand this, they would always do well in relationship. And the relationship may be at home with your children, with your spouse, with anyone that you're working with. With this, you would be able to build powerful relationship that will unlock exceptional results and outcomes in every or in any organization. And for instance, when I talk to people, I tell people that somebody wants to become a great change agent. Now, for you to become a great change agent in places, then people must be able to trust you and be able to advocate responsibilities to you. If they can't do that, then they will never give you that responsibility. So that's why relationship becomes very important for a successful change project. And when people don't trust you, they will never give you their hands and their heart. They probably will give you their hands. They will not give you their hand and their heart. So up to you to make up your mind that you build a relationship that people can give you their hand and their heart and people can go the whole hog for you and ensure that you succeed even as a leader. So today I'm going to ask you that what relationship can you be building with people within and outside your sphere? Just keep building relationship. Don't always think about what you can always get. You understand? I mean, that's what the former American president once said, that don't always think what you can get. Always think of what you can do. Think of what you can do to bless other people. And that's where you build relationship. Just try to be useful to one person. And you will see them say thank you by extending their hands of relationship to you. God bless you. As we continue next week, we'll look at the third in our series of eight powers that drives exceptional results in leadership. God bless you. 